You're listening to the DOD Be There podcast. I'm your host, Jane Dooley. So many people think about going back to school as a way to increase their earning potential, but finding the time and the money to commit to an education can be tricky. Today, we get to hear one military spouse's perspective on the challenges and rewards of being an adult student. Stay with us to hear more. The DOD Be There podcast is produced by the DOD Be There Peer Support Call and Outreach Center. Contacting the center is a quick and convenient way to find resources and receive confidential peer support for any type of challenge military life is throwing your way. Be There Peer Support is available 24-7, 365 through chat, email, call, or text at 844-357-PEER. That's 844-357-7337. You can also visit us at BeTherePeerSupport.org. Welcome everyone to today's podcast. So one thing I've learned about the military community is that they are a group of planners. Military folks like to research, plan, and put into action, something that's definitely needed when considering going back to school as an adult. And while the military community can undoubtedly make things happen, that doesn't mean it's not without its challenges. Civilians have enough to juggle when it comes to going to school as an adult, but now throw in a military lifestyle and you've got that much more to navigate. So luckily, the military community is also tremendously resilient. And when we started to explore the topic of going back to school as an adult, we really wanted to hear the thoughts and reflections of someone in the trenches. So I remembered this military spouse who had been blogging about her decision to return to school, and we tracked her down to see how she was doing. Christy is a Marine Corps spouse and mom of two young kids who's traveled the globe while in the process of completing her degree and had some great insights into what it's like being a student again. Well, welcome, Christy. Thank you for joining us today. So my first question for you is, what made you decide to go back to school as an adult? Um, Great question. After I finished my bachelor's degree, I kind of was set, you know, kind of like wipe your hands, all done with school. Um, I originally was going to be an English teacher and I, you know, all I needed for that was a bachelor's degree. Um, but I transitioned to writing and editing and I realized that I, I kind of wanted more from my career and with, (laughs) with being a military spouse, there is so much you can't control. Um, so I realized school was the one thing I'd be able to really take into my own two hands mold it and make it what I wanted to make it. And um, so that, you know, in my own head, that was my thought process. And then when my husband was stationed in Monterey and was going to the Naval Postgraduate School, you know, he got his master's there. So he didn't need the GI Bill that he earned from his service. So that kind of chipped away one little one little barrier one speed bump uh, that was keeping me from doing it so I guess that's that's where the where where the idea popped into my head so in your decision did you have any worries or fears about going back to school as an adult I mean how long how many years had it been since you'd been in school I should ask that (laughs) oh my gosh you're gonna age me (laughs) so so it had been uh 10 years almost to the day um Yes. So, um, I are, you know, when I first started, it was, I, I realized quickly in those discussion groups that you have with, you know, with coursework online that I was the mother hen in the group. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take care of this. Don't worry. I'll head up the group project. So, 
Okay, so Christy, you mentioned that it had been 10 years since you um, had last been back to school. I would have to think that there must have been some worries or concerns or fears of some sort about this whole process. Could you, did you have anything that you were concerned about? Uh, did I have anything I wasn't concerned about? <laughs> it's really a better question. <laughs> um, so probably the first and biggest thing that was in my mind is mom guilt. Um and I think uh, anytime a mom puts her own wants or needs ahead of her kids, you just, you can't help but feel guilty. It's just something ingrained in you. Um, and in my own mind, and this was completely self-inflicted, I had pictured the GI Bill as being theirs. You know, that is theirs. We're saving that for their school. And mm-hmm. so when I started thinking, well, what if I use it? You know, could I use it? Then, I mean, is it exciting as it became to think about things like that, I also felt completely selfish. I mean, it was like I was taking all the cookies from them, not just (laughs) like a GI bill. So um, there was that. And then the other big thing was, you know, am I even going to need this? And that wasn't even just, am I going to have an opportunity to find the job I want? Or will it be at the next duty station? But it was also a thought of, you know, if I do find this job, did I even need the degree or could I have just, you know, gotten it with my bachelor's? So all of those things, all of those things, you know, were poking at me, keeping me up at night. Yeah, I would have to imagine the idea of balancing your personal life, being a mom, being a military spouse. Now, currently you're in Japan, correct? So you started your degree in California and then now you've moved to Japan. So in the middle of all this, you had a PCS as well? Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm actually really glad that you asked that because I'll just, I'll tell you my most, uh, the, the moment of in school that I'm most proud of. So the summer that we PCS'd, um, I had my first major project during that summer session, and I had to create a full campaign plan. My, um, my degree was the Master of Political Management, and so a full-scale, all-inclusive <laughs> local campaign plan, and it turned out to be something like 98 pages, I think. Um, and it, it was a six-week course. And I had to do all this background research. I mean, everything from like, how much is this radio spot going to cost? Um, and I talked to my professor beforehand. I was like, hey, so funny story. I'm going to be moving to Japan the week that this is due. And he was like, okay, well, you know, what do you want to do? He said, I'm going to turn it in early. He was like, you're going to turn this, you know, huge thing in early. Okay. Kind of like, sure, go ahead and give it a shot. Um, so I turned it in. It took me three weeks and, you know, I finished it at my parents' kitchen table as we're making the goodbye tour of the United States and turned it in. And I not only got an A on this project, but he emailed me, you know, while we're living in the, the hotel here, the TLF on base. And I got this email and he was like, I cannot believe that you produce this quality of work in three weeks. And he was like, can I please, can you send me a PDF copy? I'm going to share it with future students. Wow. So, I mean, the graduating will be a huge deal. Doing the capstone, a huge deal. But if I had a magnet strong enough to put all 98 pages up on the refrigerator, I would do it. I was so proud of that. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. And let me, can I ask this? Were, Were there other military spouses? Did you know if there was any other either adults or military spouses that were in the program with you? 
I do. Um, so there's one that I, I have, um, she's been in my coursework. And so we chat frequently. Uh, she's an Air Force spouse, if I remember correctly. And there are also um, several service members in there, too. So, um, you know, there have been a few that are like, hey, we're in the same time zone because I'm in Korea right now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a small world. And I, it, I mean, it kind of makes me feel a little more connected to, to the people in my coursework. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, Christy, one of the things you just mentioned in your um, your fears and concerns was you, you did mention the GI Bill. So I was going to ask you that. Did you access any resources offered through the military? I did. So, yeah, like I mentioned, I used my husband's GI Bill benefit. Um, but one thing that I didn't know is that we could use it partially. So because I was doing a master's program, um, I only needed, you know, two years worth of it. So we were able to still tuck some away for our kids, our two kids, when they go to school. Um, so I didn't know that you could split it up like that. And I actually learned that mm-hmm. when I when I called, I realized I didn't even know what question to ask. I didn't know where to start. And this <laughs> poor call representative, she gave me all the information she could, but I was more wrestling with, you know, is this the right thing to do? Should I use this or should I save it for my kids? And, you know, she obviously, I can't tell you that, <laughs> but she did give me all that information, including that the we could split it up. So I guess that was maybe the best of both worlds, a little here and a little there. Nice. Oh, that's great to hear. So you also mentioned graduating. You're saying that you are ready to graduate soon. I am. I am. End of the month. Excellent. Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. So now that you are looking back at it, was it easier or was it more difficult than you thought it might be? So I will practice my ambiguous political answer here <laughs> um, and I'll say it was both. So uh, the the actual coursework and learning to be a student again, that to me was easier than I was making it out to be. I was like, do I remember how to study? Can I complete, you know, a bibliography? I don't even remember how to do that. What's a citation? <laughs> so that was easier. Um, and like I said, just kind of mother hen, I fell into that um, easier mm-hmm. than I thought. But just finding time, you know, wearing all the hats. Uh, you know, working and volunteering and being a mom and a military spouse and like dealing with the separations and the all of this and wedging school in there too. That that was harder. And I that's kind of my personality. I tend to, oh, it'll be fine. We'll deal with it. But it uh, I would be lying if I said it was easy. <laughs> so given that, that the stress of just balancing all of that, what were some of the best ways that you managed all of that? Um, you know, I stayed busy. I guess that was my problem and my solution. Um, I stayed busy and I just sort of kept finding ways that I could apply what I was learning and that it validated it. It validated all the sleepless nights and the stress of deadlines. Um, so I found, you know, leadership positions and volunteer positions on base that I could kind of plug in what I was learning and it, it, it makes it real and you can practice what you're learning. So that's that. And, you know, having my kids see me work hard and yes, mommy has bags under her eyes and I'm still sitting at the computer, but you know, I'm working towards something. I'm earning something. So that to me is important. Absolutely. So do you have any regrets over anything? Was there anything you would say you would, you would love to do over? Oh gosh. 
I hate to say this because I love my I love my school and I love my program, but GW is a private institution. And so the GI Bill won't cover the full tuition. So I think that if I, not even I think, I would, if I could go back, I, I would pick a public school because the tuition would be covered. And that would sort of take away one stressor that I have now, you know, going back to like, will I ever use this? Uh, I have to use it because I still have to pay the loans back. So um, I I think that's important. And I I don't know that everybody would know that. So that's a question to ask someone and ask yourself, you know, because at the end of it all, you're going to have a master's or a bachelor's or whatever it is that you're working toward. You're going to have that piece of paper and you're going to have that qualification. It doesn't matter so much where it came from. That's true. That's great advice. So what would be your top tips? What would you share with the returning student as your best advice? Um, okay, so I have three. I'll run through them. Um, number one, touching on the mom guilt, don't feel guilty. Whether it's taking time for yourself to do this or taking the GI Bill, just don't feel guilty. And that's probably the hardest one to do because we're so good at feeling guilty. <laughs> um, number two, know your limits and know yourself, but don't use that as an excuse to be complacent because there's never, there's never going to be a perfect time to go back to school. You're going to, if you want it bad enough, you're going to find time for it. Um, and then the last one would be sort of the uh, Semper Gumby concept. Um, just because the military is willing to pay for your education doesn't mean that the military is going to cooperate. <laughs> so, you know, anticipate those like, hey, surprise, you're moving to Japan or you know, or you're going to get sent somewhere where you might not be able to find a job in this career field. So just stay flexible. <laughs> stay always flexible. Perfect advice, staying flexible. Actually, in every part of our, every aspect of our lives, being flexible is, is key, I think. So Christy, thank you so much for sharing all this information. We really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thanks for listening to the DOD Be There podcast. Contact the Be There peer support line at 844-357-PEER. That's 844-357-7337. Follow us on Facebook at Be There Peer Support and on Twitter at DOD Peer Support. You can also visit us on our website at BeTherePeerSupport.org.